Welcome back to Reborn Report. I'm DJ Pfeiffer. And I'm Don Pfeiffer. And uh, Dad, I guess we are getting ready for a spooky season. Well, it is coming up on Halloween, and I see you decorated our shelf behind us with some jack-o'-lanterns. And what is that white thing behind you? Well, it's a uh, little pail that kids put candy in, and apparently you decided to put some flowers <laughs> in it. <laughs> looks like hair growing out of it, it looks like. And we got a, a jack-o'-lantern down here, and anyway... You know, a lot of Christians don't celebrate Halloween. Well, last year we did... It's a pagan holiday, you know. Last year we did the best Halloween candy Candy, taste test. Yes, we did. Well, we like to have fun with it, all right? We don't take it too serious. But we take God and the Bible serious, don't we, DJ? We sure do. We sure do. We sure do. And uh, what did we talk about last week? We talked about, is Christianity logical? Well, and today I'd like to start with a little follow-up to what we discussed last week about that Christianity being logical and and uh, does it make sense to be a Christian? I want to talk a little bit more about it because we believe it does, right? We believe that it certainly makes a lot of sense to be a Christian. And not only does it make sense, it makes dollars. Dollars and cents. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where's the drum roll? <laughs> well, we last week used universal laws of logic, right? The kind of laws that everyone uses in everyday life situations to prove that Christianity and believing in God not only makes sense, but it is the only belief system that is consistently logical that there is. Yeah, consistently is the big picture. Consistently logical, exactly. Now, if you missed last week, we definitely recommend and suggest that you go back and watch it. Because we think it's good. You might have to watch it a couple times to understand all the details. And uh, then you'll be able to understand what we're talking about in today's episode. Well, we certainly got a lot of response from people about last week. Not all positive either. Well, we got over 500 views. And yeah, and some of it was kind of negative. Yeah. But we expected that because... We said that in the video. That you we know, if to. you talk religion to somebody that doesn't believe, a lot of times they'll get mad at you. Sure, yeah. And uh, we welcome that because I'm waiting for somebody to give me the same kind of laws of logic and reason that we use. Like when we talked about evolution versus creation, we used a lot of science, right? right? Yeah. And I'm always waiting for somebody to use the same amount of, not their opinion, not feelings with emotion, scientific facts, laws of nature, or laws of logic, laws of... Science, what do we call those? Universal laws of science, mm-hmm. what do we call that? Didn't we just call it universal laws of nature? No, there was some um, laws of physics. Yeah, there were laws of physics in there. So, but nobody has. Right. You know why? Because they can't refute it. Because, well, they can get mad and they can say, it, I don't believe it and say we're crazy. But there's no basis to their argument. Exactly. Well, anyways, after we finished recording our podcast last week, DJ, you brought to my attention uh, what is written in the book of Ecclesiastes. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a very underrated book in the Bible. It's in the Old Testament. And so I thought we should talk about it a little bit today because 
the theme of Ecclesiastes seemed to go right along with our podcast and our topic of Christianity being logical and how believing in God makes sense out of life itself. Right. Sure does. So Ecclesiastes is believed to have been written oh, sometime during the second half of the third century B.C., so a long time ago. A long time ago. And in fact, Bible scholars have differences of opinion about who, in fact, wrote it. Exactly. But most of the popular belief and the consensus among Christian scholars is that it was written by King Solomon during his old age. Right. It's commonly referred to as one of the wisdom books of the Old Testament. That's right. DJ, I think we should read some of it, don't you? Yeah, for I sure. I mean, I think it'll help us kind of create an outline of what it's all about. And hopefully it'll shed some light and some truth to our topic of Christianity being logical. I think we should start right off by reading chapter, the whole chapter, chapter one. Okay. Uh, I'm already opened up to it. Okay. Why don't you read that? Ecclesiastes starting right at chapter one. These are the words of the teacher, King David's son who ruled in Jerusalem. That's why people think it's Solomon. Right. Because he was the son of David and right. he was the king of Israel. The header for this next part is, everything is meaningless. Okay. Everything is meaningless, says the teacher, completely meaningless. What do people get for all their hard work under the sun? Generations come and generations go, but the earth never changes. The sun rises and the sun sets, then hurries around to rise again. The wind blows south and then turns north. Around and around it goes, blowing in circles. Rivers run into the sea, but the sea is never full. Then the water returns again to the rivers and flows out to the sea again. Everything is worrisome beyond description. No matter how much we see, we are never satisfied. <laughs> no matter how much we hear, we are not content. History merely repeats itself. It has all been done before. <laughs> Nothing under the sun is truly new. Wow. Sometimes people say, here is something new, but actually it is old. <laughs> Nothing is ever truly new. We don't remember what happened in the past, and in the future generations, no one will remember what we are doing now. I, the teacher, was the king of Israel. I lived in Jerusalem. I devoted myself to search for every or search for understanding and to explore by wisdom everything being done under heaven. I soon discovered that God has dealt a tragic existence to the human race. I observed everything going on under the sun, and really, it is all meaningless, like chasing the wind. What is wrong cannot be made right. What is missing cannot be re recovered. I said to myself, look, I am wiser than any of the kings who have ruled in Jerusalem before me. I have greater wisdom and knowledge than any of them. So I set out to learn everything from wisdom to madness and folly. But I learned firsthand that pursuing all this is like chasing the wind. The greater my wisdom, the greater my grief. <laughs> to increase knowledge only increases sorrow. Well, we talked about using philosophy last week. He sure is pondering a lot of trying to make sense out of life, isn't he? Yeah, he definitely sounds like he's philosophizing. Well, if you keep reading, you could read the second, the third, the, the fourth. The futility of pleasure. He futi keeps going. Wise and foolish. Futility of work. I don't want you to read the entire book, but it's that same theme over and over Everything and over. Everything is futile. Every, I mean, yeah. And... Um, so you just get an idea. There's even a part here that says the future is determined and unknown. So um, you can tell he's really contemplating. Death comes to all. Existence. Yeah. Why we're here. The purpose of it. Now, 
I want you to see what he concludes after all this. It goes on for 12 chapters. Well, there's 11 chapters like that. Yeah. Now, I want you to skip ahead. You've already done it, haven't you? You know yeah, where I'm, I'm, I'm sending I'm here. you? Well, I was looking, right. at, looking out of the headers. Go to the 12th chapter. Yeah, I'm here. And read the end of the book after he contemplates his whole life. You know, that they, like you said, they think he wrote it in his old age. Mm -hmm. He's looking back on his whole entire life what he accomplished as a king, what he studied, what he'd learned from other people. And he talks about how he's had, he had all the money you could want. He talks Everything. about how you could have all the pleasure you want. Any and it, and it, women, and it, any desire, drink, yeah. anything. And it, it, it was all meaningless. It doesn't satisfy yeah. you. Okay, now go on to chapter 12 and read chapter 12. Don't let the excitement of youth cause you to forget your creator. Honor him in your youth before you grow old and say life is not pleasant anymore. Remember him before the light of the sun, moon, and stars is dim to your old eyes. Hold on right there. That's far different than what he yeah. started yeah. 11 chapters ago, right. isn't it? Yeah. So he came to a conclusion, didn't he? He sure did. It's all about God. Yep. All right. I'll go, go back to where, the beginning of verse 2. Remember him before the light of the sun, moon, and stars is dim to your old eyes, and rain clouds continually darken your sky. Remember him before your legs, the guards of your house, start to tremble, and before your shoulders, the strong men, stoop. Remember him before your teeth, your few remaining servants, <laughs> stop grinding. You know that one. I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> and before your eyes, the women looking through the windows, see dimly. Remember him before the door to life's opportunities is closed and the sound of work fades. Now you rise at the first chirping of the birds, but then all the sounds will grow faint. Remember him before you become fearful of, failing, of falling and worry about danger in the streets, before your hair turns white like an almond tree in bloom, and you drag along without energy like a dying grasshopper, wow. and the caperberry no longer inspires sexual desire. Remember him before you near the grave, your everlasting home, when the mourners will weep at your funeral. Yes, remember your creator now while you are young, before the silver cord of life snaps and the golden bowl is broken. Don't wait until the water jar is smashed at the spring and the pulley is broken at the well. For then the dust will return to the earth and the spirit will return to God who gave it. Concluding thoughts about the teacher, last little section here. He refers to himself as the teacher, right? Yeah, because he's philosophizing. Right, go ahead. Verse 8. Everything is meaningless, says the teacher, completely meaningless. That's how he started. Yeah. Remember at, when you started reading? Go back and it's read. A, it's a callback. Well, he says exactly that. He said that right at the beginning yeah. of chapter 1. Yep. Okay. Going on. Keep this in mind. The teacher was considered wise, and he taught the people everything he knew. He listened carefully to many proverbs, studying and classifying them. The teacher sought to find just the right words to express, express truths clearly. Talk about everything he said. Yeah. In those 11 chapters. Yep. The words of the wise are like cattle prods, painful but helpful. Their collected sayings are like a nail-studded stick with which a, a shepherd drives the sheep. But my child, let me give you some further advice. Be careful, for writing books is endless and much study wears you out. <laughs> That's the whole story. Here's now is my final conclusion. Fear God and obey his commands. Wow. For this is everyone's duty. God will judge us for everything we do, including every secret, secret thing, whether good or bad. So 
he starts out saying life is meaningless, but then at the end he realizes God gives it purpose. God gives it meaning. Mm -hmm. God gives life meaning, doesn't he? Yep. And that goes right along with what we said last week, what we talked about, doesn't it? Right. <clears throat> That's why I wanted you to read it. Well, now, I'm the one that brought it to well, your attention. Yeah, well, you brought it to my attention, which is good, but reading it, I think, yeah, helps. Yeah. And listen, if you want to go back and read the whole book of Ecclesiastes, you can. But um, There's I think, a lot of good knowledge in there. Yeah, it, it, a lot of thought. Helps you stay humble, too. Yeah, a lot of... You can tell he was really even contemplating why he was on earth and yeah. what was the meaning of life. And But at the end, you can tell he found out the meaning, right? Yep. Now, Bible scholars, a, a lot of them disagree about the theme of Ecclesiastes, whether it's a positive, life-affirming uh, message or if it's deeply pessimistic. Well, it sounds like that. Right. Whether the ultimate message of the book is to copy Solomon, the wise man, as he called it, or to avoid his errors and mistakes. Yeah, that, that's a good point. But still, the obvious subject of Ecclesiastes is the pain and frustration that comes by observing and meditating on the many problems and iniquities pervading the world, and also the limitations of worldly wisdom and righteousness. That's very true, DJ. That's the basic point of it. <clears throat> As a matter of fact, throughout its 12 chapters, the phrase, under the sun, mm -hmm appears 29 times in, con in connection to, the, to his observations. Right. Yeah, you know? he's talking about the things he's seen under the sun. Right. And nothing's different under the sun. Right. Nothing's new under the sun. Right, exactly. And all the while, this coexists with his firm belief in God, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Whose power and he, whose justice, he says, is sovereign and unchanging. Mm. And he goes on to state that History and nature move in cycles, right? Right. So that all events are both predictable and unchangeable, and but life without not acknowledging God has no meaning or purpose. Yeah, it's a great, great point. You know, he realizes, and that, it's true if you think about it. What would we be doing without God? What would be the point? Wondering why we're here. Yeah, and it, you know, that's why being a Christian. Um, helps you to not ever be depressed, really, right. if you understand it, because no matter what you face, God will get you through it. Exactly. You know, Solomon realized that both the wise man of the world and the man who doesn't study wisdom will both die and yeah. soon be forgotten. Yeah, there was a chapter that was titled, Death Comes to All. But so man should be reverent and believe in God and enjoy life because it ultimately is a gift from God, isn't it? Yeah. Life itself is a gift from God. The hand, it comes from the hand of our creator. Everything we can know in this present life is ordered in time and all humanity is subject to time. But in contrast to that, God is not bound by time, is he, DJ? No. He's eternal. He created time. Right. We can't understand He's that. outside of time. He's outside of time. Solomon sees the world is full of injustice, and only God can and will adjudicate it. Mm -hmm. He realizes that humans do not have the capability to operate or think in the same realm as God, like we were saying That's last true. week. It's true. We don't want him to be able How to operate the create in the same realm. How can the understand fully the creator? He's not an all-powerful God if we can think in the same realm as him. 
I'm glad to do supernatural. Yeah. And, but we are natural. Right. You know? Therefore, it's important and necessary to live with, to live with the right attitude and standing before God. Right. The fact that things in the Bible seem like they can't happen to me doesn't mean that it's not true because God is bigger than my understanding, right? right? Uh, God makes the impossible possible. And that's a great thing when you're Christian because through faith, not my faith, not natural human faith, but through God's faith that I get through reading his word, right? right. I can gain the ability to move mountains, yes. to make mm-hmm. what seems to be impossible, possible. Right. And that's what makes you happy inside, doesn't it? Yep, sure does. People really should enjoy life and, and love each other and realize this truth. No one knows what is really good for humanity. Hmm. Why? Because righteousness, truth, and real wisdom belong to God, mm-hmm. only to God, Right. You know, Solomon spent a lot of time reflecting on the limits of human power. He observes that the world is full of risk, both politically and economically. Don't we see that happening in our world today? Sure do. And this, all people, everyone will face death. Hmm. At the end of the book, Solomon sums it up by saying, fear God and keep his commandments. Right, DJ? Yep. For God will ultimately bring everything and everyone to judgment. That's a sobering thought. You know, I heard a minister at a funeral say, and it was at a grave site, and he said, look around, all the graves. Everyone is guaranteed two dates. You look on every grave, there's a date when they were born, a date when they die. Everyone gets that. But what's really important, you can't change that either. Right. But what's really important is that dash between the two dates because that dash signifies who you are, what you did. It's your life. It's your life. Yeah. Now, Dad, the reason we wanted to talk about what Solomon had to say in Ecclesiastes is to make it, because it just, it, it makes it really clear to see how believing in God and Christianity itself brings meaning and purpose to our life. It Ecclesiastes and, 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 and getting a good oversight, we just gave a quick overview, but it, it shows how Solomon realized without God, life is meaningless. Yeah. So we talked about, is God real? Is, is, is it logical? Is, is he logical? Christianity logical. Is Christianity make sense? Sure it does. It makes purpose out of life itself, doesn't right. it? Otherwise, we don't have any purpose, like Solomon was saying. You know, the very fact that God so loved the world, remember that verse, that he gave his only son, that Jesus, as a sacrifice for sin, that whomsoever should believe in him should not just die and perish in vain, but have eternal life in paradise with God in heaven. Mm. Now, that only brings meaning and purpose to my life, but it makes me really happy too. And it just gives you the peace on the inside that you were talking about, that nothing in this world really can just... It, it, nothing in the world can give no, you. Nothing can't do that. Like I, I had a big exam this morning, and you know I wasn't worried about it because I knew God was there to help me. In the I big, didn't. Right, yeah, exactly. in the big picture. I'm going to heaven anyway. So what else <laughs> is there to worry about? You know, a personal relationship with God 
can get you up in the morning with a smile on your face and joy in your heart. And it'll get you through whatever the world throws at you, good or bad, you know? And so the truth is, Christianity is not only consistently logical, like we said last week, it brings meaning and purpose to life. And it makes it all make sense, doesn't it? Uh, what a great God we had, well, DJ. You know what I like to say? What? The Bible tells us how we got here, what we're doing here. That's what we're talking about now, what we're doing here and where we're going. Exactly. Nothing else that I've ever seen can answer those three questions. You know, God loves you so much more than you can possibly know. But always remember this. Faith comes by hearing. Everything, I believe, most everything we get, other than a miraculous miracle, and God does miracles. A miraculous miracle. Well, you know, God, well, people say, well, that was a huge miracle. Because well, people impossible. use the word too lightly, yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the Bible gives no explanation, really, of why miracles happen. Um, why even unbelievers will get a miracle. You hear doctors say about somebody who got a healing when they thought it was impossible, where they thought they were going to die. Well, it was a miracle from God. Mm -hmm. And the Bible gives no explanation of why that happens. But, you know, blessing. We did a whole subject on this. Yes. Blessing comes through our faith. And, you know, it's better to live a blessed life than a life going from miracle to miracle to miracle. If you want to hear about us miracles. talk about this for multiple hours on it. Go end. back and watch our... I think I have an entire playlist on our channel that's entitled <laughs> Grace and Faith. Yeah. Or maybe it's just faith. I don't know. Well, Go back, look it up. But faith comes by hearing and hearing only one thing, the Word of God. The Word. The Word. That's how you get God's kind of faith. Not our natural kind of faith, but God's kind of faith. Exactly. So read your Bible because like I've always said, it's your instruction book for life. And don't just read the New Testament either. The Old Testament has a lot of wisdom in it, and well, it, it's the foundation. It, it's the foundation. We believe in apologetics. We teach apologetics, you know. I think the modern Christian church is very good at teaching people about Christ. Yeah. But if you don't have a foundation and trouble comes your way, sometimes your people— Your faith will start cracking. They bit. call up the pastor and say, hey, pray for me. And there's nothing wrong with that. But— don't have don't let your faith be on the shirt tail of your pastor. You need to have a strong foundation so when hard times come it doesn't crack. Exact. That's a good idea, DJ. And Jesus said, plant your house on what? The solid rock, not yeah. on the sinking sand. Yeah. So um, if you want to be happy on the inside and have things that nothing in this world can give you, if you want to ha have your life so you think it's meaningful and purposeful and successful. If you want to live a blessed life, read your Bible. Sure. Read your Bible. Get to know God better. Glory to God. Praise his holy name. Uh, he's such a good God. He's wonderful, isn't he, DJ? That's why we do these. Well, I guess that's all I wanted to say about it. I just, I thought Ecclesiastes went so good with our well, topic last week. I thought that. Well, yes, you did. <laughs> well, DJ... I got to take some credit because most of these topics you come up with, this one was, this one was me. <laughs> you wanted to do something. You challenged me. and Yeah, well, because what's your favorite drink? Well, let me say this before we get into that. 
back, I think it was in episode 20. Oh, you looked this up? You did yeah, I, I went back. And we did a, we used to do taste tests and fun, funny, funny little yeah. things. And that, we're going to do some of that today because this was a shorter podcast. But um, we did a best tasting soda. Diet soda. Diet soda taste test. And what did we decide was the best? Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. But now, since then, and they were just coming out with the diet. I think we had a zero sugar in that. Yeah. They're coming one. out with more. Everybody's got a zero sugar. And they say they're like, all of them have like new and improved recipes. Right. And- so everybody's got their regular soda, which is just chock full of sugar. And, and it's really not, you shouldn't even drink it. And then we shouldn't drink soda anyway. But yeah. Well, there you go. Everybody does. You know, I, I, I drink soda, but I don't drink. Since you started that keto diet back about a year ago, yeah. and I saw you losing all that weight, and you started picking on me about my big gut, I yeah. thought, well, I'm not as disciplined. Yeah, well, I still have my teeth in. I'm not as disciplined as you to go that extreme of sticking on that diet. And you lost, you lost 40. 70. You lost 70 pounds? Yeah. Looks like you're gaining the all back. Nope. No, I'm scared. But that was good. And I seen you losing that weight, so that kind of inspired me. And I thought, you started talking to me about medically and, 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 and how this all worked, how that keto thing all worked. And I couldn't go to the extreme you did. But what I thought I would do is eliminate sh- sugar. Cut way back. You could never totally eliminate sugar, but cut way back on sugar. And one of the ways to do that for me was stop drinking Soda. Soda. Well, and when I fed, felt the urge to drink a soda, I went to a diet soda. And at first it was tough because I didn't like the taste of it. But then we did a podcast about which was the best tasting diet soda. And like you said, they've coming out with all these new improved formulas. Well, your favorite drink is what? Well, we decided when we did that test, we thought it was diet Dr. Pepper. And how much of that do you drink on a regular basis now? Too much. <laughs> But there's no sugar in it. You're addicted to it. And you know what? I lost 35 pounds. Okay. By eliminating sugar. Yeah. We're not eliminating, but cutting way back on sugar. And carbohydrates. Well, you didn't really do that. I've seen you sit down with a case of sweet rolls. Well, once in a while. (laughs) Not a case. Yeah, I've seen you eat a whole case. You know, he's talking about those Pillberry... I love those Pillsbury orange sweet rolls. Yeah. There's eight of them. And they're small. You eat them all in like five minutes. Maybe six minutes. <laughs> well, I don't do that very often because they're again, uh, hey, I lost 35 pounds. Okay. So anyway, you challenged me the other day and said that I couldn't tell the difference between diet. No, okay, let me give the backstory. So you drink this Diet Dr. Pepper on a regular daily basis. Not on a daily basis. Yes, you do. No, because I drink, drink, you know, I also drink a lot of... uh, Gatorade Zero. Zero Gatorade. Okay, but you drink drink Diet Dr. Pepper a lot. And you've gotten zero Zero Sugar Dr. Pepper before, and you say you don't like it. I don't like it as well as a regular diet. So... I wanted to see if you could actually tell the difference. Because you, don't, you don't think I can. Yeah, I think you're just, you've got your mind set up that Diet Dr. Pepper is so great. I don't think it's so great, but I think it. I can tell the difference. And I like the diet better than I do the zero. So today we're going to do a taste test, yeah, a we're blind gonna find taste test. We're going to find that out. And see, so what we have, we're going to do it again. We got zero Coke and Diet Coke, zero Dr. Pepper 
and diet. We got Dr. a bunch. You, you just got to wait and see. And zero Pepsi and diet Pepsi. Yeah, we got a bunch. You just wait and see. Come back. Stick around. We'll see if okay. dad can actually All right. back up his words. We'll be back in a few minutes. Okay, we're back and uh, we're going to do our taste test. Yeah, we've got our helpers here. Emma. Emma and Joelle are back. They haven't been with us and helped us out for a long time. My daughter, Joelle, and my granddaughter, Emma. Okay. So what do we have up first? Mountain Dew. Mountain Mountain Dew. Dew. Okay, we have two different kinds of Mountain Dew. Yeah, that's the whole purpose of this. Diet Mountain Dew and zero sugar. We don't know which one's which. Okay. Okay, we have a blue cup. Make sure you don't hit the camera. A blue cup. Blue cup. And a red cup. One's diet and one's zero sugar, right? Mm-hmm. Now, which one are you going to try first? You want to try the red cup first? Did it look different to you? Or is it just a cup? It's probably the difference of the cup. Okay. Let's, right. let's go with red. Okay. <clears throat> Taste artificial. You know, we should have chilled the soda oh, first. Okay. It's not. Okay, blue cup. You drinking all of it? I just want another swig. Mm, blue cup's more citrusy. I like the blue better. Blue no, is better. There's no doubt about it. Blue's more citrusy. It's got a little more zing. So to it. when it comes to diet, doctor, or this is what is this? <laughs> Mountain Dew. So it comes to doubt. Mountain Wait, Dew. here, go back to the red one more time. Yeah, blue is way better. What is blue? Wait a minute. Yeah, blue is definitely better. Oh, we have to guess, according to Joel. I, I can't. I'd say probably zero sugar because I know I don't like diet Mountain Dew. I, I, it doesn't matter. I just like it better. So which is which? So blue is um, zero sugar. Blue so is zero sugar. Zero sugar Mountain Dew, you and me both unanimously go- Agree. Agree without any hesitation that zero sugar Mountain Dew tastes better. Yep. Okay, so that's our winner. Okay, next up, what do we have? Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper, Dad's so-called favorite. This yeah. is what we're well from the last taste. This is what I drink all the time. Yeah, and I drink the diet versus the zero sugar. I can tell the difference. I bought them both. Okay, well, we're going to find out a side by side which one we like. Yeah, which, which one, one, one we going to open? Let's start with the blue one. Okay. That's the zero sugar. I guarantee you. Okay, let me try this one. Yeah, try that one before you get ahead of yourself. You still guarantee me? <laughs> yeah, that's the zero sugar. I know it is. So which one do you like better? Jeez, I almost think I like the zero sugar. <laughs> Blue but- is better for sure. I guess it is, but this is, wait a minute. This has got a little <laughs> bit of a funny taste. Oh, now it does. No, it's better. Taste it right again. This has got a little bit of bitterness to it. The blue is better. Yeah, I guess it is. Jeez, is that, blue zero sugar? Yeah, blue zero sugar. Wow, that should, and I always buy, <laughs> wow, I got to start buying it. You know, I bought it before and I drink it and I don't like it as well. Yeah, because you're in your head about it. That's why we're doing this. We learned something new today. It's got more flavor, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. All right. So 
zero Dr. Pepper, much to my amazement, beats Wins. diet Dr. Pepper, which I always drink. Now I'm going to have to maybe switch. Now, now you're like uh, Solomon and you're contemplating life, <laughs> the meaning of life. <laughs> and the meaning of, the meaning of diet soda. But didn't the diet almost have almost like a? Yeah, it was. It, was, it wasn't as flavorful. No, it's just, that's the same way with uh, zero sugar Mountain Dew. It had more. So far, we're two for two with the zero sugars. It had more flavor, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Same with it, Mountain Dew. More. Well, flavor. the thing about the zero sugar versus diet is the artificial sweetener in them. Zero sugar usually uses more ace. Uh, Acesulfame potassium, I think that's what it's called. And diet typically uses more um, aspartame. Which which artificial sweetener is less likely to be harmful to your body? Well, that's the thing. So aspartame is known to like be a like cause cancer sometimes. (laughs) And that's in the diet. Diet, but ACE K, which is in the zero zero sugar. sugar. typically increases blood sugar levels. So I don't know how much better that is than just regular sugar. Blood sugar levels. So if you drink a lot of it, what's that mean? It means it's still increasing your blood sugar just like regular sugar would. So then how's you, what's the benefit of it? It's not sugar. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Do your own you, research. Will it make you gain weight? We got our next one coming in. It could. Oh, well, then what's the person <laughs> of zero sugar? Pepsi. This is a Pepsi product. I thought diet sodas was to get rid from the sugar if the artificial sugar Well, I don't think still... it raises your blood sugar as much. Oh, it's regular? Yeah. Okay, okay. you want to start with red? Yeah, start with red this time. This is Pepsi. Pepsi product. Tastes like Pepsi to me, honestly. I, if you gave that to me, I would not know it was diet. It's a little flat. Let's try blue. Yep. That's typical diet. I almost like it better, though. (laughs) Why are you whispering? I don't know. I almost (laughs) like it better when not. That tastes flatter to me than the red. Taste the red again. You got to get the aftertaste. Yeah, the aftertaste of that blue just doesn't sit right with me. I have a hard time with this one. It tastes the same to you? No, definitely red for me. <laughs> Back and forth. These are the closest. Yeah, I agree. I almost prefer the blue. Okay, well, but I don't. Which one do you think is which? I, I'd say red is probably zero sugar because it tastes sweeter to me. I'm going to say the blue is zero sugar just to be different. Dad's right. The Pepsi in blue is yeah. zero sugar. There we really? go. Diet. So See? I prefer diet Pepsi to zero sugar. I, I didn't, and I just didn't want to disagree with you, but let's try it one more time. I agree. I taste the, the zero sugar Pepsi tastes flatter. Yeah, it does. Yeah, this has got more, it's got more bite. bite. More bite. More bite. But I necessarily don't like the bite. You don't necessarily like the bite. Well, you know, like I don't like the sparkling waters. Yeah. Pepsi's really sweet to begin with. Yeah, Pepsi is a very sweet soda. Yeah. Hey, we we disagreed. You were right. 
But ne but neither of these are as good as the other two. No. I I, I agree with that. Well, I think it's better than the Mountain Dew, but not as good as. Well, which wait wait wait, wait we got to declare a winner so to get to the final round of the we, Pepsi products. Well, you we, okay? We, here's how we declare the winner. Ready? Yeah. You 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 weren't sure. You were kind of split down the middle. I strongly preferred red. I strongly preferred the diet. So I uh, think diet should win. Okay. Because you were split. So diet Pepsi wins over zero sugar Pepsi, Joel. Okay, this is the last one, and it's the Coke product. Coca-Cola. We have Now, zero sugar Coke, it's not even called zero sugar anymore. It's just called Coke Zero. Okay, they Coke. they claim to have a new and improved formula or something, and it's been on all the commercials. Okay. A big deal. Which one started with red? Red. It's Coke. Mm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, that's even worse, <laughs> isn't it? I don't like either of the Cokes. Do you? I thought I liked Coke Zero. Let's try this again. Coming back to it, it's actually not bad. That's better than the blue one. Yeah. Let's try this again. Mmm. Yeah. That's really flat. It yeah. tastes it ta like... It tastes like you left a bottle open for a week. It tastes like you, you got uh, out of a machine and there wasn't enough, like, syrup in it. That's terrible. Well, we definitely prefer yeah, this one. I'd say it's probably zero sugar. I said that the blue zero sugar? Yeah. Boy, zero sugar Coke... Is a world better yeah. than Diet Coke. Yeah. There's no question about it. Yeah. This is the most dramatic difference of any of them. And you know, we just really made a lot of people mad because you know how many people are like addicted to Diet Coke? Oh my gosh. There's more difference. Joel's trying to tell us something. Diet Coke and Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, when you pour them, it's really, really foamy. Oh, it gets and flat quicker. It's zero. Dr. Pepper gets really foamy too. All the other ones pour like a normal like buzz. So those um, ones got foamy. foamy and the flat the, the um, there's more difference in the cokes. Yeah, than between, any other. Yeah, and it it the, the zero is a and clear there's the winner. least difference between the Pepsis. The least difference between the Pepsis. So now what we need is all of our winners, and we're going to determine yeah. the best no sugar, Diet. no sugar added soda, low carb soft drink. Okay, so we have our four winners here. This is our four winners. We, we, we had a little bit of an intermission to ourselves here, and we came to the conclusion. We tried both the Diet Pepsi and, and the, the Zero Sugar again, and we came to the conclusion Diet Pepsi is better. It's slight. It's hard to say. Zero, zero very Sugar close. Pepsi just has a slight aftertaste. Slight aftertaste, but they're very, very close. Yeah. The other three... Clear winners. Clear winners. It's all Zero Sugar. This so, is the only diet left in the room. Right. So now we're going to find out our overall winner. Okay. Okay. Pour yourself some and I'll drink straight out of the bottle. What, do you, what should we do? The Pepsi versus Coke first? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah let's eliminate Pepsi. Because those Coke. are the two that everybody, right? Everybody drinks. Everybody drinks them. Which, which one did I pour? <laughs> That's Coke. This oh. is Pepsi. Okay. Mm. 
Now, I guess it's just really a determination of whether you like Coke or Pepsi better. Yeah. I know. I don't know. I know I don't know. <laughs> I guess if I had to drink a full glass of it, I prefer the Diet Pepsi. I do too. I never would have thought that. When we were buying these, you said, I know I don't like Diet Pepsi. I know. I prefer the Diet Pepsi over the... Okay, there's a winner there. Yeah. We're keeping the Diet Pepsi in the running. Let's try the zero sugar. Versus Mountain Dew. Well. Yeah, I guess. I guess. All right. There's the Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty solid. Solid drink. I'm getting sick of diet pop. <laughs> My <laughs> stomach's getting bloated over here. <laughs> that was a good idea. <laughs> Look at how many we drink. No. It's, it's not bad. I can't even tell anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I can't even tell. <laughs> I'm, I'm diet, I'm diet pop drunk. All the artificial sweeteners got to him. I don't like that. What is it? Zero sugar, Dr Pepper. That's your favorite. It beat your favorite drink in the head to head. You're saying you like diet or the zero sugar Mountain Dew? This was a waste of time, y'all. They all terrible. <laughs> Everything's meaningless. Everything under the sun so has been done. It's been all been done before. All right, get to those other drinks up there. <laughs> those are the ones we already did. I want to taste them again. <laughs> I got to figure this out now. I'm confused. I don't even know which one's Coke and which one's Pepsi. Oh, anymore. I can tell that. <laughs> oh, I'm crying. Pepsi. Coke. Coke is out. I thought, oh yeah, we said Coke is out. That's that's got a weird taste. We're moving backwards, but forwards apparently, somehow. For me, Mountain Dew's out. I kind of like it. It's not bad. It's Try it again. Okay, I got a clear winner. Me too. Clear winner. Turn it around. Once you taste them again, it tastes the most. It, it, it tastes the most like a regular soda. It's got the most flavor. Yep. Joelle saying her favorite is zero sugar Coca Cola. Well, me and DJ agree. As scientific of a taste test as this was, yeah, even though we just said it was meaningless, that we both like zero Dr Pepper. Excuse me. Does this mean that? It's <laughs> Does this mean that when you go to the I feel store? Bloated. <laughs> Keep burping. Zero doctor. <laughs> I can't even talk now. We like zero doctor uh, pepper better than another. You know what my second is? The Mountain Dew. No, the, mine's Coke or Pepsi. I mean, I'd say Mountain Dew's. I maybe it's just because it's so different, and I get sick of all the cola. Hey, you know what else they make a zero sugar doctor pepper of? The cream soda. They make that in zero sugar. Yeah, cream I've got soda? it. I've got it at Heather's house. That may be the clue. Why don't we? Ha why do we bring? We, they don't home? have it in town. No, I, I've been looking for that. Yeah, 
Dr. You wouldn't Pe- like it. I don't think you wouldn't like. You wouldn't Dr. like it. Dr. Pepper it has a bit a, of an aftertaste. Uh, cream soda and Dr. Pepper mix, right? That's what it is. Yeah. And I didn't know they made that into zero sugar. It's not bad. It has an aftertaste though. This is better. All right. So our clear winner. Twenty twenty one. We now say that the best no sugar soft drink is Dr. Pepper zero sugar of all that we tested. Right. Last year we said it was Diet Dr. Pepper. Now we're saying it's zero sugar, Dr. Pepper. We've Which changed is, our minds. So now dad, when he goes to the store, he's going to be drinking, getting zero sugar, Dr. Pepper. Well, you know, I, I bought that. I bought a couple, two liters of that. Yeah, and you didn't like it. But now you do. I didn't like it as well. But now you do. Well, we'll I'll have to do it again and see. Hey, Emma. Yes. Which one's your favorite? Pepsi Zero Sugar. Pepsi Zero Sugar. Connor, what about you? Diet Mountain Dew. He likes a Diet Mountain Dew. So between all of the helpers, they all have a different one. Joel has Coke Zero. Connor has Diet Mountain Dew. Emma has Pepsi Zero Sugar. But we're saying it's clearly Dr. Pepper but, Sugar. But one thing is... It's for, most like Coke. Most like Coke, most original. Like the original. I, I drink those a lot but, at school. But most... What I like to say is... I think all sh- sugarless soda... They're getting more and more like the original thing. Yes, they've improved. They've yeah. all improved. I feel like when I was a kid and someone would give me a diet soda, I it I, tasted terrible. I used but to, now it's I used to decent. despise diet Pepsi. It was all oh, terrible. It's not bad now. Well, we, we've learned a lot today. Hey, so thanks for watching and listening and putting up with our little shenan- shenanigans here. And um Maybe this will help you when you go to buy a diet pop, or maybe not. Probably, it, I won't help you at all. It's all a waste of time. It's, it's all a waste of time. And everything under the sun's been done. <laughs> so um, we hope you appreciate and and uh, our effort and our time of reading Ecclesiastes. Go back and read that chapter, and um, you'll see. Sit back, drink a diet Dr Pepper Zero Sugar when you read Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. Yeah, but listen. Uh, God is real, the Bible's true, and uh, we're having a little fun here with, with these diet sodas, but um, the main thing is get to know your Bible, get to know God, and enjoy life and love each other. Let us know if we want, you want to see us get back into this, some goofy taste tests. Yeah, we'll, Emma it, wants to do donut, Connor wants hey, to do potato DJ, chips. Hey, our next podcast... We are going to it's gonna be on Halloween. On Halloween. We yeah. got something special. Yeah, we got a special guest. We got a special guest coming. You won't want to miss it. Yeah. If I'll, you, I'll give you a hint. He's famous. A very famous person. Yeah. Everybody don't, don't knows say anymore. him. Don't say anymore. Leave, leave him hanging. He's going to be on our show. Yeah, leave him hanging. Next week, okay. We'll see you guys. So listen. Read your Bible. Yeah. <laughs> because the Word of God will get you all fired up. There you go. There you have it. See you next. See you in two weeks. See you guys. Halloween. Y'all come back now. Yeah. <laughs>